Hey, hey, welcome back to Cocktails and Comics. It is I, Andy, and of course I'm here with my co-host, my co-captain, Alec. What's happening, buddy? Man, not a whole lot. Life's kind of beautiful. <laughs> that was just kind of, you were like, man, and I was like, oh, some shit's coming. Nah. You're just, like, nah, nah. You know, got the promotion, which is cool. Yes, at you work. did. Um, and then, I don't know, we've just been having good times. So, yeah. nothing's really changed. Nothing's really up or down at yeah. this point. I'm pretty good. I'm yeah. really good. How about you? Yeah. I'm doing good, man. Um... It's just been really busy with life, just with, uh, like, actual adult life. Like, work and then house hunting. Right, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So, uh, we finally put an offer on a house. We didn't get it, which was unfortunate. But, again, better things are out there and it will come around. So, mm-hmm. um, But it was weird to experience that first one. Um, just because you're never going to experience it until you do it the first time. Right. You know? And I would have been lucky just to be like, Yep, you fucking got it. And you're like, oh shit, okay. But you got your toes in the water. Yep. So, so you know, know how it you know goes. What it's like now, yeah. Know what the process is like. Yep. yep. Um, so that's nice. But otherwise, man, just been um, enjoying time, obviously, with Amanda, you guys, and um, just living life to the fullest. It's been great, dude. Waiting for this fucking pool. And <laughs> so, pool yeah, we got like less than a, we got like a month to go. I know. Hopefully, like, let's just fucking get this. If this weather could wake the fuck up. <laughs> When September ends. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's when it's going to wake up. Yeah, right. No kidding. That's just ridiculous. But anyways, we're the one state that can have 70 degrees and then move back to 40s uh, the next day. But here we are. Um, but anyways, on to cocktails and comics things. We're with our beers. We have fun stuff today. Uh, we finally got a trailer for Thor. Love and Thunder. Which is great because they announced that they're going to have a trailer for us in two days, they said. And mm. then the day came and everybody's like, well, <laughs> we're waiting. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure we got it two days after that. <laughs> like a day or two after that. I don't know if I said it on this podcast or if it was just you and I talking. But I was like, I, it, this is, from what I heard, this is the shortest amount of time before a release that we got a trailer. Yes. Usually it's around 100, 120 days before the movie drops that we get a trailer for most Marvel films. Mm -hmm. And this one was down to like, I mean, this is like next 60 days or something like that? 60, 70 days? Yeah, because it's a summer release. Yeah. So, I mean, this movie's coming up, I think, in July. Yes. Uh, So it's like, we're fucking right there, and they're like, now we're dropping one. And I think in talks you and I had, I was like, there must be something in Doctor Strange, and that's why we don't have a trailer yet. Uh, and then, lo and behold, we got a trailer not too long ago. Um, but also a short one, too. I mean, it's only a, a minute and a half. Minute and a half. Usually they squawk two minutes at least. Yeah. And, I mean, this kind of focuses just on, I guess, like, Thor kind of trying to find his place. Because he's, like, kind of quit the Avengers. And, like, he's done with that. He's done being the God of Thunder. Right. Basically. And we don't see anything about, like, Gore, who's played by Christian Bale, which I can't wait to see. Um and we don't really see anything else in the trailer besides did, mostly Asgard. I saw, um, <clears throat> like, those Marvel Ultimate, uh, like, toys. Yeah. The super collectible ones, mm. but they're, like, 20 bucks a piece. And I saw a picture on Facebook in passing, and I was like, well, Thor looks awesome, and, mm. like, uh, Jane looks great. Yeah. And then there was Gore. Mm. And I'm like, holy shit. He looks... The toy looked like Christian Bale. It was fucked up. Yeah. But, uh, I got my first look at what he's going to look like, and he's, there's not much to him. He's pretty much gray. Yeah. He's <laughs> like gray, gray with a cape, yeah. 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 But uh, he's going to have, like, an ominous presence on screen. Oh, yeah. And that's going to be cool. 
Because we're seeing in this trailer, you see a bunch of gods, and you know most of them. It's going to be Game of Thrones. Not a lot of them are going to make it. Oh yeah, no, this is going to be uh, quite the fucking sign off. <laughs> Literally, his name is Gore the God Butcher. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't think there's anything nice about that. Um, no, when you can kill gods and then you're named after that, yeah. it's kind of a thing. <laughs> so, because I was doing a little research on Gore, because I don't know much about him or anything. But I know basically, like, uh, he basically prayed to the gods that, like, you know, any god to help him because his family was in peril. No one helped out. His family died, took that a little personally, who would, and uh, obviously went on a tirade of killing gods insane um yeah so and then finding i forgot what the sword is called uh but basically just fucking slaying and killing gods among everything um so it's also cool that we're going to be going into like greek mythology too oh man i love zeus and everything like the norse stuff that's so cool but it'll be cool to get like zeus and fucking Ares from the greek mythology uh to kind of get that melded into, because I'm sure none of them are going to make it. Yeah, right. Um, so let's jump right into it. Cool fact as well, because oh, yeah. we do start off with young Thor here. Oh, yeah. Actually played by Chris Helmsworth's son. Yep, yep. So very, very fucking cool. Yeah, I was like, that's dope. That I saw that. Good way to... I saw that today. I'm like, that's, that's, that's spectacular. <laughs> you know? Because I think also Hemsworth's wife played... Uh, Jane in the first movie. She did for the kiss at the for end. For the kiss at the end. And that's why it was yeah. so passionate. Because they were like... You have four ladies, pick one. He's like, that's weird. My wife's right around the corner. Can I just grab her? And they're like, yep, okay. Right, because they're not kissing the face. So right. they just, that's why they, they said, that's why that scene was so organically passionate. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, this is the one he loves. Unlike the rest of the movie. Because <laughs> it sucked. Because fucking garbage. The first two Thors were terrible. We and don't... then Taika Watiti came in and he's like, let me make this better. Mm. And he fucking did. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so let's jump into those. These hands were once used for battle. Now they're but humble tools for peace. I need to figure out exactly who I am. I just thought it was funny, too, because... Um, it kind of has. I love Hercules. I love the Disney movie Hercules. Okay. And then there's the song. He's like, I have to find somewhere where I belong. And it kind of just made me feel about that, like where he's climbing up the cliff and everything. He's like on a cliff's edge, basically, right there. And I was like, Oh, this gives big Hercules vibes. Like, <laughs> I need to find out what I belong to do. Like, you know? <laughs> That's awesome. Also, always with the bangers, Marvel. Oh yeah, Guns and Roses. Right yeah. Right? yeah, Child, yeah. Of sweet child of mine. Love it. <laughs> Again, we're. <laughs> I just have to mention it because it's that. in the first scene. But not only does he look like a way better in shape Forrest Gump who just walked the country, yep. he is wearing this beautiful trucker hat that has Earth. It says Earth's mightiest Avengers, and <laughs> or uh, some no Earth's. It was like mightiest Avengers. It was something like that, yeah. And, and he 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 crossed out a couple of letters where it says Earth's strongest Avenger. Yeah, and it's like. You're still holding that. And it says Avengers, and he scribbled out the yes, S. Yep, just say yep, Avengers. Yep. I was I like, that. I love that. <laughs> also, I'm like, he's also doing, like, battle ropes with these chains. And I'm curious if we're ever going to find out, like, what this skeleton is. Yeah, because that looks Because it's not alien. humanoid. It's very alien. <laughs> yeah. It has that alien texture to it. I would love skull. to know, but maybe we'll not. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I'm a 
And I know. <laughs> I know, dude. Because this movie's going to be so good. You have Thor, who's one of the funniest ones now in the like the MCU. Because uh, I think Helmsworth does a great job of like being serious and funny. But, and it's naturally him when he's being that goofball. Oh, 100%. He's 100% that guy. And it's the same with Chris Pratt. So now you have these two guys that are trying to both be alphas in these characters. Mm-hmm. And literally he rips off his jacket to show like he's lost all this weight. And you just see Pratt just rolling his eyes in the background. Because he looks fantastic. He does, of course. <laughs> I mean, this Hemsworth looks so fucking good in this movie, in this trailer. Like, he looks bigger. His eyes are bluer somehow, and it's just it, godly impressive. I mean, the guy's a master. Well, as Steve was telling us, we were talking uh, at the bonfire <clears throat> over the weekend that when he walked on the set for Ghostbusters, uh, what most of McCartney was like, it was Thor that walked in. Yeah. He is as perfect looking as you see him on the screen. Yeah. And she's like, can you just, I don't know, stop? He literally <laughs> is a god. He's like, a god. He he's is. chiseled from the god. And he's like a super nice guy. <laughs> that's like, the best part. Like, he would absolutely part. take like 10 minutes to talk to one of us if oh, we yeah. ever ran into him. I 100% And he that. would thank us. Yeah. Not us thanking him. That's yeah. the crazier part. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> I also love porn. <laughs> and the cinematography in this, too. Like, all the places that they're going. Because, I mean, we're going to be off-world. Mm-hmm. So you're going to all these different worlds. And, like, that one that looked like Mayan ruins, basically, on a different planet was fucking rad. I mean, everything looks awesome. Everything looks 80s. <laughs> I fucking love it. Yeah. And that the soundtrack in this movie is probably going to fucking kill. Oh, it's going to slap. Um, but I'm just intrigued to see this back and forth between Thor of figuring out, like, that he doesn't want to do this anymore, obviously, because he, like, um, Stormbreaker basically puts in the ground. And is just like, there's my fucking axe. Just, there it is. Done now. Done. Um, and then we saw kind of a scene where, like, the Guardians of the Galaxy were running off into battle, and he just turned around and, like, walked away. So, I don't know. I feel like this movie's going to be very... going to be a lot of self-conflict. Yeah, 100%. Also, Russell Crowe playing Zeus. How upsetting is that? You ever feel lost? Just look into the eyes of the people that you love. (laughs) (laughs) Me? What? Just listen. <laughs> <laughs> get the money shot here. Yep, I am. Yeah. Oh. It's so odd because when I keep watching it, I'm like, that's not Natalie Portman's body, obviously. Um, so it's weird to like see that and then see her eyes and mouth. But again, that's why she basically has the over the head helmet. Yeah. Uh, because they knew it would be weird. <laughs> so, <laughs> they're like, we're just going to try to cover up as much as possible. And then I'm sure once she's like Jane Foster, she'll go back to being normal size. My size. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she'll have your height and weight. And I... I don't know. It, it weirds me out. Like, I love it because, like, seeing Milner like, all back together and having all the cracks in it from Hella Broken. So cool. It's super cool. And then 
Um, again, to see this Lady Thor concept, I, I'm excited about too because I enjoyed Natalie Boardman. Well, and a lot of people, you know, have been waiting to see like Beta Bill as well at some point down yeah. the road because we had got an Easter egg of <clears throat> Frog Thor. <laughs> we did in, uh, in, in Loki. Loki. And that was hilarious. So literally the last one, and we got a nod actually to Beta Bill, but since his head was encrusted in a giant tower of rock, we kind of <laughs> signify that maybe he's passed along already. Right. Um, but if we get, you know, Jane Foster as as uh, Thor, I'm all kinds of good with it. Yeah. No, I 100% agree. And like I said, I, I don't feel like that trailer showing us a lot. No, we saw Like nothing. it's a lot of internal conflict with Thor – and we're not even getting to the point of, like, gore at that point. Or any of the real... Yeah, like, this <clears throat> this trailer only concentrated on his his issue right. with him. We don't even know the movie's premise. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, other than this is him finding a farewell to Thor. Yeah. And the Guardians will go to continue for their movie, and that's it, man. Yeah. You know? So I'm very intrigued. Plus, you know it's got to be, like, a two-hour... At least a two-hour runtime. Hey, I would imagine. I imagine. I mean, it has minimum, to be. There's a minimum. Yeah. And we only got a minute and a half of footage. Right. Okay. I okay. can fill 120 more minutes. Because I feel like this is kind of like either the second to last or last movie that Helmsworth is like doing. Yeah, no, because when Thor 4 was announced, <clears throat> he was like, he was the first one out of all the guys we know to get a fourth fucking movie. Yeah. Everybody had a trilogy and that was it. Right. And then we had the mashups. He's the only one to get a fourth, right? Because I think Ragnarok was so well done and so great yeah. that like you couldn't not do a. Fourth. Well, and he just forgot the first two, so you're ba- he's basically on two. <laughs> yes. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, the first one wasn't as bad as Dark World. No, the first one was just rushed. It was yeah. such a rushed movie. I think the runtime on it was only over an hour. It wasn't much. It wasn't a long movie. I think no. it was one twenty. No, because they that. they tried to tell his story of coming <clears throat> to Earth. Right. And then he's got to fight, like, all those big-ass fucking things. Right. do do <laughs> You know? Big deal. But right. we established his character, which was, like, the goofball right off the bat. Yeah. Which was great that we were able to carry that on. And then, like you said, when uh, Taiki took over, yeah, he immediately ran with that. Oh, ball. he just crushed he it. He ran yeah. with that idea. Mm. And... And Ragnarok killed it. I mean, right? It's got to be up there in grossing the gross grossing numbers of MCU movies. I would also have to say it's probably one of most people's top fives. Oh, and the rewatchability in it is incredible. I think that one, um, and then like uh, Winter Soldier, are just incredible watchability uh, because I could watch them constantly. They're so well done. They're so well done. Um, and again, Winter Soldier just had. I just felt like it was massive. Well, to, and to give us a darkness <clears throat> to the MCU right off the oh, bat yeah. as well. Like, right. That was that was almost like, I mean, we had Iron Man first and then Captain was the next guy. Mm. And to get Winter Soldier so early on in the series, it really was just like, holy fuck, is this a comic book movie? Because yeah. this is kind of brutal. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the, bringing back of Bucky Barnes and everything and him just being as brutal as he was. And the fact that Sebastian Stan studied Heath Ledger's Joker for the role <clears> he had to be completely sociopath and yeah. not attached to anything with no remorse, which yeah. is not an easy place to, to get to yourself go. to. Yeah. So everything was perfect for that. Yeah. So I agree. I think this one's just going to knock it out of the park and I'm going to be sad when it ends, <laughs> but <laughs> I, they treated yeah. us very well with this series. No, I, I fully agree. Um, 
so yeah, I'm I'm jacked for that. I'm ready to see another trailer that will probably happen after uh, Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Um, I'm going to imagine that's when they'll drop a second one. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm sure there's something that's going to happen in that movie that's going to lead... It's going to have some kind of effect on these future movies that are coming out. Um, that's why we haven't heard anything or seen anything. Um, and now we're just getting a taste of... Which is fine by me because what we're going to see in Multiverse of Madness in a couple weeks is is going to literally shatter everything we've known. Yeah. And it's going to open up an entire new door for the future of what we're going to be seeing. Oh, yeah. So, who, uh, as I said a weeks ago, who knew Doctor Strange 2 or just the Doctor Strange title was going to be the turning point of this MCU that we know? 100%. Had no idea. I would no. have lost money <laughs> right. if I put Saying, it Saying, <laughs> where do you think mutants are going to come in? Not Doctor Strange, yeah. I'll tell you that. Like, what do you think the big? What do you think the big turning point is going to be? Like, oh, obviously it's going to be Endgame. Yeah, you fucking thought, man. You fucking thought. So, like, yeah. I'm just, I'm just ready. I'm just so ready. You know. Yeah, hundred percent agreed. But now let's talk about another Marvel thing that we haven't had a ton of time to talk about. Unfortunately, so I'm glad we get to dive into uh, two episodes today uh, and have a good thirty minutes on it. Uh, but basically, Moon Knight, man. I mean, we talked about it briefly a couple episodes ago. Um, I know both of us are super enjoying it. Um, I think it's probably one of the best shows out of that Marvel's put out so far. There's, um, other than, I think there's a theory of, like, this show is slowly changing Kang's origin, from what I've kind of read. Um, but <clears throat> it's also, there was an interview... Which of course I didn't read. But, uh, <laughs> it was like with the producer or director or something, and uh, talking about like why there is no connections at all to our MCU in yeah. the show. And I don't even need to know the answers. The fact that he wants to do this as Moon Knight's shining glory. Yeah, that's it. There's no fucking reason to bring it. Who, who, or what would you bring in to attach to Moon Knight? It would it make sense? Yeah, I mean the only thing that could make sense is because Kang was a pharaoh back in the the egyptian times so the only thing i could see is if you put it at the end you don't need a big play on it or anything it's kind of like with loki you just need that last moment where all of a sudden you look at a statue and you go oh fuck that's jonathan major's character king like there he is there's like an egyptian thing it doesn't need to be big it could literally just be like it panning across and mark and steven and possibly jake lockley just kind of walking past the statue and just going like, oh, I wonder who that guy is. And then you look at it and you're like, oh, fuck, that's Kang. That's Jonathan Majors, basically the same statue you saw in Loki. Which at this point is about the only tie-in the show has, and it's very minuscule because there isn't a lot of, like, symbolism or statues or a fucking mention of anything. No. I mean, you could probably get a different title in it. You wouldn't know. If you said it wasn't MCU, I don't think... It would make a difference. No. You know? Not at all. Um, I think this show stands on its own without it even having the MCU title to it. Especially being such a... I can't... I don't want to say... Or the only thing we had was the GRC. Yeah, right. And I I don't want to say this is an abstract character because he's been around, I believe, since the 70s. But he's he's not a... But he's an abstract character. Yeah, he's not a mainstay. But he has a huge cult following. He has a giant following with readers and all this stuff. And obviously he looks... The, like, one of the dopest heroes we've ever seen just looks alone. Yeah. Uh, so, to shine light on all this, like we said, I've been waiting for years. <laughs> so yeah. Like, 
And it has not disappointed. Not one fucking episode has been a filler episode or just a slow burn or whatever. It's every episode so far, I think, has hit you right in the face. Oh, yeah. Because there's always something new. Oh, and this is a show, too, where if you look at your phone, you're lost. (laughs) Like, you have to pay attention. You get every detail. Because it's, they're always changing locations in a good way. Um, And you have to, it's... You're solving the puzzle with them. Mm-hmm. You're trying to figure it out with them. It's like, it's like we are Steven. Yeah. We as the viewer are Steven. Yeah. Like when Mark takes over and <clears throat> Mark's helping him, then he's taking over for us. Yeah. Like when he steps in, we're like, oh, <laughs> thank you. Got it. 100%. I, I like that feeling. It's, 100%. It's cool. So, I mean, going in episode three, um, you know, basically Harold finding the tomb um, and start digging for them. He's trying to, you know, again, meet with Amit, uh, so they can judge basically the world, you know, a very Thanos like feeling <laughs> of like, if you're good, you'll stay. If you're not get fucked, you know, and he done. has that mindset of like what he's doing is right. Right. And I mean, it was even explained in, uh, episode two where he was like, would you kill a baby? Like a baby's done nothing and you would judge a baby. And they were like, oh, don't talk about that. Like, but yeah, we would do yeah, that. Yeah, we would. <laughs> we fucking would. You know? <laughs> as soon as a baby comes out, Ethan Hawks grabs its hands and it goes, nah, fuck you, and just sucks its yeah, life. Yeah, because he is, uh, he has put himself as judge, jury, and executioner. Yeah. So I'm, um, so for that, and again, Ethan Hawks' character is so fucking creepy and great. He, Ethan Hawks, I've made fun of Ethan Hawks so many times in a good way of saying like, you don't like when you look at him, you go like. He shouldn't be like. Like he got lucky to be. Yeah, he fell he through is. the cracks. Yeah, you yes, know. Yes, that's your and you're like, <laughs> But again, you watch him in movies like Training Day, and you're like, he's great. Well, you know, like Denzel carries the movie, you sure, know. But sure. like, he's a great number two. Like mm-hmm. you know, he plays a good like confused white guy. I like it. And then he showed up in this and was creepy off the bat. And then is intimidating off the bat too. Every time he walks, you can hear that glass crunching. Oh face. yeah, it's so disgusting. Yeah. But he's so calm and collected and, like... Because he's, like, a true believer. He's like, I fucking believe in this. Yeah, right. You know, 100%. Right. Like, he escaped Kanchu and still just holds, I don't know, that mentality. Yeah. But he ha- he's not an avatar for anybody or right. anything. He's just him now. Yeah. But he is all-powerful with it. Mm-hmm. But he's got, that, he's got that relic in the cane. Yeah. You know, I think without his cane, he ain't dick. Right. You know? Right, except knowledgeable, and that's it. But like he has this other, bo- but, other power behind him. But without that, right? What do you got? You know, bloody feet. Baron Zemo. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> cool. But getting to the main, <laughs> hitting the main points of these episodes. So one of the main points that I want to discuss with you is the moment when Mark is interrogating uh, the three guys on the rooftop. And then all of a sudden there's a moment where he zones out and you come back what we did like we did with Steven. And that he killed two of them. Brutally. Brutally. You know? And basically looks at a mirror and goes like, Steven, what did you do? And he's like, it wasn't me. And Mark's like, well, it fucking wasn't me. And then you're like, okay, who's this third identity? And I know we spoke about this earlier, but there, back in comics there are three identities. Of, I, I think is is Jake Longley. Jake Lockley. Is it Lockley? Okay. Lockley, yeah. Jake Lockley is the third, which right. is like the most dangerous one. But he's also a mixture. He's got like the he's got charisma and he's got personality. Mm. Like you know, he's he was a New York cabbie in the comics. I don't want to say he's like flamboyant, but he yeah. has that. He has personality. Mm. Yeah, like give, in the comics, give confidence was... to Stephen yeah. almost, and that's 
but the badassery of Mark. Right. And you have Jake, yeah. which is such a cool character because mm. he's not like the other two right. at all. Right. So, I'm again, we haven't seen him yet, and I'm sure we'll probably see him in the next episode. Um, and I'm pretty sure we got a glimpse of him, not even of him, but him trapped in the fourth episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just like, that's – it was cool because I think we were talking about that. I was like, oh, okay, they're only doing Steven and Mark at this point. Which is good because they did spend the three episodes establishing who they were and then mm-hmm. why they are – their relationship that they have, yeah. or whatever you want to call it. So that's cool because we don't have to mix the third guy in. Let's, right. let's establish them. Plus we had the wife Layla in there. So like we have to know everything that's going on with that Yeah. to, to be able to get to the third guy mm-hmm. because as we'll discuss for the next one, but like shit's starting to hit the fan oh. really hard. Yeah. And obviously I think even Mark knows he's in over his head. Yeah. I think episode four started all the shit hit the fan. <laughs> like, a hundred percent. Like, every episode, four. some shit hit the fan. Episode four, all the shit was thrown at the fan. Um, and it got really intense. And, again, all of a sudden now, him struggling in the third episode with, like, okay, there's some other identity here. Um, was just, again, throwing another interesting thing into the mix. You know? You already thought it was complicated. Now it's way more fucking complicated than you thought it was. What I th- and then you have Conchu talking. About. Right. And then what I think is cool with this show is, like, we haven't seen a lot of actual Moon Knight. And, like, <laughs> I don't even care. Right. The whole story is based around, like, Layla, Mark, and Steven trying to figure this out. Mm-hmm. And I'm still as pulled in as if we were seeing Moon Knight the whole time. Yeah. I'm as, in fact, that would make it more boring in my eyes. Mm-hmm. So to follow these two to th- or three people on this journey to stop Harrow for what he wants to do, and then Moon Knight comes in when he absolutely has to. Yeah. It's so intriguing. The fact that I'm still grabbed in oh, and yeah. I'm not even seeing the title character right. ever. Oh, you're on the edge of your seat because it's like one goes with the other, right? Like, right. You know, it's hard to make character characters likable, but then to make different personalities of the same character. So you already have to have somebody you like and then split them up and be like, do you like the rest of these people? Uh, which I think is hard to do, and I think we've already said Oscar Isaac has done a phenomenal job. Of I cannot it. believe how fucking fantastic. Yeah. A, and then he's got a third personality to come up. Mm. How's he going to play that one? Right. Because we're going to have the three of them together eventually. Like, right. I, I believe physically we will have them all three. Well, I think in at the you know start of episode five, it's all going to happen. It's something like that. Yeah. Or, you know, of them trying to work how to get out of where they're at. Correct. And they're going to need somebody's help, and we're mm. going to have three Oscar Isaacs running around. <laughs> right. And I am so fucking excited for that. Yeah. Um, and then I thought another great part was the basically the judge uh, or the the jury of uh, Egyptian gods. In the Great like, Pyramid. That was nice. Yeah, in the Pyramid of Giza. Um, for them to have that thing and put Arthur, Arthur on trial, basically. But, I mean, as it kind of seems with regular corruption – that Harrow has most of them probably in his pocket at this well, point. Well, he's got a silver tongue. Yeah. He can play the victim very well. Yeah. And every, you know, he automatically goes back to the Kanchu fact of mm. like, Kanchu disrupted my life and he manipulated me. He's just bad and we all know he's bad and he always oversteps boundaries and doesn't understand no. And yeah. like, so he has this victim role he's playing while all the other gods are like, yeah, we know. He's a fucking dick. Yeah. So they put him on trial, and they're not gonna—they're not gonna hear his two cents, right? And also, I mean, because then you got that 
little side piece of Harrow and the main god talking. Um, and you're like, oh, okay, you guys are kind of in cahoots. You both hate, like, Kanchu, basically. But then there's, uh, that, there's that lady that also pulls him aside and is like, you need to do this. Oh, yeah, with Oscar, like, yeah. She will help, like, she was helping him. Yeah. And I'm like, at least there's one, because if there wasn't one good person in that room, mm. I was not going to be happy. About <laughs> right. Like, thank God somebody I need some had, help. Huh? Somebody needs somebody's back here. Yeah. And at least we got her. This yeah. is, that was nice. Well, because Kanchu and her were fucking back in the day. <laughs> wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? <laughs> that big old beak, man. Uh, so... Uh, and I love this where they went to, uh, you know, this guy's property to find the two, like, because he was a collector of things he shouldn't have. And know? unfortunately, right, this guy plays such a good villain yeah. as what we were going to get is the Midnight Man. And, yep. and fortunately, what we are going to see of him is that's it. That's it. Uh, such a phenomenal actor he was doing. I don't know anything about him except for this no, show. I thought he did very He's well. He's a 37-year-old like French actor or something, and he just killed his part. Yeah. And he had to go fucking skiing. Yeah. You know, so big loss there. I'm, I'm upset, but cool to see. Yeah. Because this guy's like... Oh, he was badass. I mean, him, uh, the whole, like, throwing he gave me Viper vibes. Yeah. From Game of Thrones. Oh, for the sure. Viper? Yeah. Yeah. I immediately gave me yeah. that vibe. Because it was, and especially with, uh, like, the javelins they were stabbing Moon Knight with and everything. So cool. And, you know, and putting him to the ground. And then, again, Layla being a badass, uh, get, getting to see Moon Knight and seeing that crescent moon cape. Uh, yes, I know. Was <laughs> badass. I was like, know? it's time. It's yeah. time. Yeah. And I was like, this is fucking rad. And that whole fight scene was great. But again, three episodes in, and we saw the entire trailer. So oh, yeah. We, you know, now we have everything is new. Everything is new. Yeah. Took three episodes to clear the minute and a half trailer. Right. And now we got three more where we're completely clueless. Right. And I'm, and I love that about it. Like, I'm glad that most of the trailer was the first episode literally 90% of the trailer was the first episode and then some squeaked in the second very little in the third yeah and it's just like yeah keep it you know keep it close to the the chest you know keep it guessing right you know I don't need to know every I'm going I'm going to watch I'm already there (laughs) your fan base is big enough yeah and you already make great content you don't have to show people a lot no people will just go and be like that's fucking incredible like these movies don't need three trailers right Oh, like, imagine if Thor Ragnarok didn't show you Hulk in the trailer. Do you know how big that bust would have been? Oh, my God. When all of a sudden you saw Hulk I in fucking Thor Ragnarok? I would have went immediately online and tried to look up theater reactions. Oh, it's yeah. The, it's the cool. Those the are pop would have been Those so are some of the coolest uh, videos I have ever oh, yeah. seen. Those opening nights or whatever. Like, the my favorite one, not to be off topic, but real quick, my favorite one is when uh, Mjolnir yeah. hits the sky... Mm. And there's just this dead pan gasp in the theater. Oh, and yeah. it lands in, in his show cap, and the place fucking Lit. erupted. Fucking erupted. For a movie theater, it yeah. erupted. Yeah. And I'm like, I want those moments. Yeah, I got chills right now thinking about it. I Also, I the one where, you know, when they all when Sam goes on your left and just all the portals open. Yep, that was uh, another scene. That was where another one, just, just fucking I, I explosion. I am goosebumps. I really had to tell right now. Yeah, so like, one of these times we'll have to get opening night tickets and be part of those people. Wisconsin, they don't do it. They're just like, mm-hmm. I know, like, like, we have to go oh. Thursday night at 10 o'clock. <laughs> right. And I know you and I. I need a Friday That's off. Gonna, <laughs> it's a little <laughs> late to drink a bang for a three-hour movie. Do but. I have Friday off? No? <laughs> 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 
Uh, that's rough. Um, I, I'm willing to do it. <laughs> not really. Uh, but yeah. The volume's over. It's like, <laughs> right. now we don't have an excuse other than being old and lazy. Right, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so I love that whole scene. And then again, leading up to the coolest ending where they had to put the stars in alignment. And, you know, Steven gets to come back out and do what he does best, which he knows everything about, like, Egyptian mythology and everything. Man, when, when they were in that Great Pyramid, he's like, the Great Pyramid, he's like, <laughs> right. like, my dad would be so happy. <laughs> oh, my God. He's just a kid yeah. in a candy store. I mm. loved it. That was so pure. Yeah. He's such a pure character. Yeah. I agree. He's humble. And he's it's, childlike and yeah. he's innocent. And you can get it because, like, if I was put in that situation, I'd be like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> like, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about this, but I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> so I can't imagine how he's Like, if you, were, if you just found yourself in Blink's tour bus or, like, oh, dude, behind their, b- backstage at their concert, like, you just all of a oh, sudden I would were not there. everywhere. You'd, be, just, this, yeah. you'd be exactly what he did in the period. Yeah, I would call my dad. My dad would go, okay, cool. <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> Your girlfriend, too, would be like, all right. Yeah, that's cool, but I don't even know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> just Thanos I don't even know who you are but um, but I love this scene of Kanchu basically saying I can show you the stars of that night but again I'm gonna get fucked basically so tell Mark to find me and that whole thing where they're turning the sky around and everything when he like was that, like do as I do and yeah. they had that same like position yeah. and there's you know they were doing it together but uh, separate yeah you know yeah it's it's nuts. It was nuts. so cool. And then to her to find, basically find the star pattern, which then will point you to Amit's tomb. Um, and I was like, that's so cool because it just reminds me of Indiana Jones and just like, this whole show reminds me of Indiana Jones since I got to Egypt. Um, but again, just, it makes me have that childlike wonder again of like, there was so fun to be an explorer and, you know, find these tombs like Tomb Raider. You have Indiana Jones and just to relive those and, like, have those good memories of being, like, yeah, Raiders of Lost Ark was so much fun to watch. And, and I'm loosely learning about history. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. That's, that's the crazy part, too. Like, I'm learning stuff while watching this. Yeah. I mean, even in the, the fourth episode, which we'll jump over to that one, I mean, when they find Alexander the Great's tomb, I didn't know anything. I had no idea. The guy was just claiming himself as an Egyptian. Right. I, like, heard of Alexander the Great. Uh-huh. I knew he was a Greek guy. Yep. And then I was like, I don't know anything else about him. Nope. Claimed himself as an Egyptian, apparently became right. a pharaoh and was buried as such. Had no idea. No idea that they buried him. No a white idea guy. that like, happened. Zero. And idea. that his tomb still isn't fucking found. They have no idea where it is. Yeah, that's that. And I'm like, that's wild. Like yeah. they put real history in this. And that led they were like, no, that's exactly what like the Pyramid of Giza looks like. And I was like, that's fucking crazy, dude. It is, man. And I'm like, that's fucking awesome. And again, that made me go to my phone, look up Alexander the Great, and I just sat there on Wikipedia and just read for a while. And I was like, oh, this fucking guy, you know? But again, like, he took over a land, but they were like, yeah, he's all right. He's cool. And they were like, and they gave him a fucking honorable burial and everything. Uh-huh. With the gold and the, the vases full of valuables yeah. and all that crap. You know? Like, he wasn't a piece of shit. No. <laughs> like, he was a pretty nice ruler. Is that weird? <laughs> so he's like, weird. I'm Greek. But I identify as Egyptian. Yeah. And they're like, like, I'm just fascinated by you people. And instead of ruining your culture, I'm going to adapt it. You know, like, I'm going to take it on and go through it. And help it uh, grow. Oh, yeah. And everything. Right. And you give know? you guys things while you give me stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Partnership here. And then to be like, yeah, it's fucking awesome. Like, you know? the name is fitting. Right. 
It's not like going to see the shitty Beatles. Yeah. It's not like Adolf Hitler. Just doesn't sound like it. Had to get one Hitler joke in here. Come on. <laughs> we just talked about Raiders. <laughs> Gotta talk about it. Oh, man. So, yeah, I episode four, again, this is where the shit fucking hits the fan. Daytime, dude. You know? And I love this whole Layla and Steven. Steven falling in love with Layla is one thing, which was just funny to watch. Of him just kind of but like. But she kind of had her. it first. Oh, yeah. No, there's definitely like this little cute, you know, uh, tiptoe around each other. Oh, yeah. Because Steven's this dorky, he loves Egyptian stuff. And wouldn't even Layla, know if somebody is interested if it right. slapped him in the face. And Layla's father was a. Um, Egyptologist. No. No, archaeologist. Archaeologist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, again, like, they connect on that. And I think that's a deep thing because, again, it was something her father did. She highly respects it. She loved her dad. Why wouldn't you, like, be like, oh, Steven's cute because of this? And the nice guys win. Right. And the nice guys win. Um, so I love that whole thing of just, like, Steven kind of playing moves a little bit. Mm-hmm. And Mark, like, being in the mirror, like, you motherfucker, you don't ever I fuck swear don't to you God, do this. you do it. And I love when Mark punches you just face. see his own fist just, <laughs> just, just jack himself. I'm like, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. It was so good. And then them to share the most awkward kiss on TV. But he did it, though. He did. He you went know, in. Stephen dove in big and mouth. did it. Big mouth. You know? He went in with a wide mouth. He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that doesn't sound good. Yeah, no, it was weird. That's how it felt. It was uh, unattractive. I'm going to kiss Amanda that way next time. Just, oh. <laughs> She's going to come back way worse. <laughs> Probably. Watch out. Probably. Play your card safe, man. Yeah. <laughs> we can't even do that because we both have blown up each other's nose. Like, you put your face over it, and then you blow as hard as you can through their nose, and it makes, like, a honking noise through your mouth. And if it doesn't come through your mouth, it blows out your eardrums. So it's super cool. We promise not to do it anymore because of that. <laughs> you have a cool girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lover. So, um, but I love this whole tomb thing. Again, it felt very Raiders of the Lost Ark, Indiana Jones, um, of like there's six different ways to go. Like where do we go and how do we figure this out? It felt very like Assassin's Creed-y too. Like mm-hmm. you're trying to figure out these hints that are left by – you know, generations ago. And you're a race against time where, you know, is we have to be hero here. Mm. And what could possibly be behind us or track yeah. like, on our trail? Mm. So, like, we have to figure this out and then go and yeah. figure it out and go. And that's what I love, like, the whole Eye of Horus thing. It's something you always see, like, in Egyptian movies or anything. It's or, the most known symbol. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I didn't really know anything about that either. So, like, I kind of looked it up. I didn't read far into it. But I was like, that's cool that all of it has meanings like all the edges and the areas have some kind of meaning of like mind body spirit that was cool because i had no idea that was really neat so for them to work through that and steven to find like the correct way to go and then to go into that room and you just hear like that creepy fucking sound and Mm -hmm. you're like what is this Mm -hmm. and just gunfire in the distance and i was like are we gonna have mummies in here I was like, "Are we gonna? Is this the mummy happening right now?" I kind of thought we were gonna is have Brendan like, Fraser gonna come like out. <laughs> the dead rise because yeah. it's a huge Egyptian thing. Like, mm-hmm. hey, maybe these fuckers didn't make it to the afterlife like yeah. they all thought, and now we're just gonna have some <laughs> right. And I was like, "Are we gonna get that wild?" And I was like, "Are we gonna bring in mystical like mummy things?" Um, and as soon as I saw it, I was like, "Fuck yeah!" 
bring Brendan Fraser and Rachel Weiss into this fucking show <laughs> because they know what to do. <laughs> I fucking Keep love Billy it. Zane the fuck out of this. Right? <laughs> and then I was looking up like that clicking sound. That's the clicking sound you would make if you didn't have a fucking tongue. And then in Egyptian culture, they fucking take out your tongue. So that clicking sound that they make is what you would hear out of those people. Damn, I did not know that. Yeah, that was something I was reading up, and they're like, they actually did that correct, you know? And I was like, oh, fuck, that's wild. That's really cool. Um, And I loved it. I loved the whole, like, horror sequence of Steven being up, watching her trying to kind of sneak away. And these also, these mummies don't have their eyes, because, again, all of your major things are taken besides your heart. Yep. So, like, them to be blind and dealing with sound, and basically they're making that clicking sound like a bat. You know, sonar, sonar. Almost. Yep. And um, I thought that whole scene was cool of Layla being chased by it, and then her having the creepiest moment on a ledge. Obviously, you have to have a ledge in one of these shows, uh, or Egyptian anything. <laughs> and I fucking loved it, and I loved the battle between them, and just Steven's wonder of like, oh my god, this is scary, but also that's fucking rad. <laughs> like, yeah. It was basically how everyone would feel, you know? You're like, this is terrifying, but that's fucking rad, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I thought the whole action sequences and terror sequences were great. I mean, when Layla's getting pulled into the dark and then comes out and pulled back again, I was like, this reminds me of Paranormal Activity. I'm, not a, big, I'm not a big fan of that movie trope because it is well overdone Yeah, within certain things. But this one hit me like it was the first time I saw that. Because it, it didn't – you didn't think it would be here. No. That was the thing. When you watch a horror movie, you're like, yeah, okay, I fucking get it. There's a dark area. But then for this – Anything, I'd expect something to come out of it or see – generally you see like eyes light up. Right. And then you get the big horrifying reveal out of the yeah. darkness. We don't – we're now we don't even know what's happening right. in there and she's – a victim to it. Right. She gets pulled in, you hear some moving around, and then her to come out and get grabbed back in. I was like, fuck, man. This yeah, is terrifying. Yeah. Because, again, this is MC. This is Disney. This is a fucking Disney show. And if a child wants that, they'd be like, what the fuck oh, are you doing? Oh, all the blood all the time? Oh, yeah. Scenes and stuff? Like, yeah. the dude that fell off the cliff when he had him by the scarf, and he's like, yeah, peace. Peace. Done. Like, Praise uh, Amit. Bam. That was just like watching <laughs> was Gamora fall at normal speed. Watching like, a sword go through a guy and him falling off with a roof. Crazy. He's throwing moonerangs at everybody and they're catching throats and stuff too. Like he ain't just body shots. He's oh, yeah. he to kill. Disney's like, we're going to try it. And this is the character to try it with. And everyone's like, fuck. Yeah. Like, let's <laughs> fucking do this, dude. Right. Like, <laughs> drop an F-bomb. Let's do it, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm pretty sure this is more than a PG rating. It's got to be 13 because yeah. of the blood. Yeah. And, like the imagery, at least. Yeah. So I know we're coming up to the end here, but just to wrap up a couple of last things, was we finally find out that um, Mark was part of the group mercenary team that killed Layla's father, um, which I thought was a huge reveal. And, um, again, listening to other podcasts that have talked about it, um, they kind of saw it coming, so it was cool to have kind of the background knowledge of it. Um, but to find out, like, oh, that's the way they went, and then this guy marries the woman that, you know, his partner killed, basically. Uh, everyone hates that trope. <laughs> Hate yeah. when that one comes around. Yeah, but that uh, was still wild when they revealed that. I was yeah. like, you asshole. Yeah. No wonder she fucking hates your guts. Right. And, um... Ugh. So I thought that was crazy. And then again, basically Harrow shooting Mark 
in the chest. And you're like, I, he has no healing ability. I think my jaw dropped. Yeah. Because I'm like, he, he's dead. Yeah, it's gone. Which we get into the purgatory that he's caught in. Right. The he, It's not the afterlife, but it's a purgatory. Were you like me as soon as all of it, you started seeing everything, you're like, what the fuck is going, like, what? We ended up in the fuck? psych ward and him and, like, Mark's like, we have to get out of here. I'm like, we're. We're but also to see all the characters, you see Donna from the gift shop, uh, uh, Crowley, the guy, the um, the uh, statue guy, mm-hmm. is the one calling out bingo numbers. You know, there's all these characters that he's seen, like, around. And I'm just like, this is fucking weird, man. Like, this is freaking me out. But then when you learn that he's just stuck in between life and death, right. that would make sense to see the people that he always sees, right. which are the only people he really sees or has ever contact with. Right. Like because they're trying to like, I guess that that purgatory is trying to convince him that like, no, you were just crazy, you know? Right. Because um, so, like, you're award. fine. We're in a ward. Right. Which is frightening. Right. Um, and I thought that whole scene was great of him escaping Harrow. I thought everybody played their character great. Like, Harold being that therapist and everything, I was like, I kind of believe this. I was was, like, is this? Dude, that was super cool. When he's, like, breaking everything down, I was like, he's kind of got a point. I was like, it's, uh, I'm kind of behind Ethan Hawke right now. I know, I know, I know. I know, I I kind of get it. I hated it. I was like, damn it. I was like, and he looks clean and nice. (laughs) It's like sitting in the theater and you can't wait for Thanos to die. And then after the movie's done and you hear stuff, you're like, was I cheering for the wrong side? Right. Uh, He's got a point. (laughs) 1,000%. I was like, I don't think Thanos did anything that wrong. Like, if I'm allowed to be greedy and keep the people I love. Right. And the world gets to prosper? Like, I don't think he's wrong. He's not. I don't think he's wrong. (laughs) You know? You know? Like, now when people are like... And then it's random? Now when people are like, Thanos is Thanos is terrible, and I just I just go impossible. <laughs> I agree because it's not you know. Yeah, I was like I was kind of on his side. I got it. I, I guess we just have to mention this. I don't know if you looked anything up on her because I did not. The hippo. Uh yes. So uh, what is I don't know how to say it correctly. It's Tawik, I think. Okay. Is the uh, Egyptian god name of right, her? We'll go with that. And basically, um, she is. Uh, the god of like mothers, rebirth, or birth. Um, so she protects mom's birth, you know, uh, maternity. Okay. Basically. Um, so again, why she might help Mark is rebirth, you know, like the giving of life. Almost. Right. Yeah. And how these fucking Egyptian gods keep banishing everybody. She might be one of the pe- one of the gods that's banished. So maybe like Conchu's down there too, you know. So maybe this is just kind of a ward where everybody gets sent who's banished by. You know, the gods, and then it's just filled by your imagination at that point. That'd be really cool. So I think that's the way it's going. Um, but again, I think the biggest thing, besides fucking uh, Tawika, um, was the third sarcophagus that was shaken around. That we know is definitely a third personality, or a third identity, I should say. That is locked away. Is locked away. And I'm excited to meet Jake Lockley. Very much so. Because like, this guy's vicious. Because yeah, I thought like, Mark could handle the situation pretty well. Yeah. Which he can. And when he's yeah. like, give me the body so I can get the suit. And it's like, okay, yeah. Mark, you guys, Moon Knight, you're not bad. Yeah. But even when you black out and don't know what happens, now I'm freaked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared for you. <laughs> you have piqued my interest. 
<laughs> but now you have my attention. <laughs> It was so funny. I got I to gotta wrap up on this part um, just because it's funny. So I was on last night. Um, my dad's like called me and he's like, hey, I'm going to a concert. So like blah, blah, blah. And he explained some things to me. And I was like, okay, cool, man. Who are you seeing? And he goes, I'm seeing the Alan Parsons Project. And you better believe immediately in my head <laughs> that I went straight to Austin Powers. <laughs> the Alan Parsons Project was a band in the 80s, you ass. <laughs> I laughed so fucking hard. And I was like, I he won't get it, so I'm just gonna Alan <laughs> yeah. I love that. So fucking funny. Oh my god. And I was like, it all comes full full circle in my life. Oh I was god. like, of course my dad went to see them. There's so. like there was one tier. I had one tier. Yeah. That was good. Thank you for that. <laughs> no problem. But anyways, that's all the time we got. Thank you guys for being here. Keep watching Moon Knight. And uh I can't wait to see what we have. The dude tomorrow is gonna be fucked. Yeah. Can't yeah. wait to get out of work and just. <laughs> I agree. I'll be watching on my lunch break. So we'll <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys later. Take care.